It's Fire Away Friday. Fire Away Friday. On Exploring the Word, this is your chance to ask us your Bible question at 888-589-8840. That's 888-589-8840. You can also email your question at word at AFR.net or visit Facebook.com slash Exploring the Word. Exploring the Word. It's Fire Away Friday on American Family Radio. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That's Isaiah 40, verse 10. And Bert, these verses about not fearing and trusting the Lord and the Lord is my light and my salvation. Uh, whom shall I fear? Psalm 27. I think these words of comfort, uh, mind reminding us that we can trust the Lord completely, these are the kinds of uh, reassurances we need at times like these, don't we? We certainly do, and it reminds me of hearing and reading about World War II and the people claiming God's blessing and the prayer meetings and and what's going over in Europe right now with Russia invading uh, Ukraine? Listen, we mm-hmm. are praying and asking God to do a work there. Uh, I, I've been praying, Gideon. I, I would pray that it would turn up that the few could overcome the many. And uh, so, Alex, having God's word at a time like this where his comfort and his assurance is true is a blessing, but we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters uh, in the Ukraine. There's many Christians there. I don't know if you've been hearing from the missionaries or not. I've, I've gotten several texts and emails from missionaries that are there serving. There's many of them are staying. Uh, and so we, uh, I feel like today we'll start it out like we did yesterday, praying for the, uh, Uranian, uh, Ukrainian people, especially those yes. believers, and we want to do that. But let's give that phone number, and that'll be people will be lining up to call. And that number, 888-589-8840, if you have a quest, Bible question for us, uh, we want to hear it today. But, Alex, I, I'm i yes. like you. The Word of God does comfort us at a time such as this. Absolutely. And folks, we do want to hear from you, and I see some calls coming in. So Fireway Friday, this is our our end-of-week show where we, we open up the phone lines. It is 888-589-8840. You know, I do a lot of teaching at Karis Bible College, and they have a lot, a lot of missionaries throughout the former Soviet Union and missionaries in the Ukraine. And, um, you know, I'll tell you, Wednesday night I was at an event. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the cat just decided to knock over a bookshelf. Uh, oh, man. But uh, if you heard that sound. But um, I was at an event Wednesday night, and um, we were getting reports that the airport in Kiev was being bombed even Wednesday night. And this was kind of before it was hitting the newswire. But there's a lot to be in prayer about. We trust God at this time. And we just, uh, isn't it good, though the world implode all around us we have the eternal god who is in control and in him we trust we do so let's go to the lord in prayer alex uh we pray jim was on with us yesterday and we opened uh, the program praying for for the ukrainian christians and the nation of ukraine and really those uh countries around them they're making a beeline for poland and uh romania is Mm. south of them and a lot of a lot of refugees are headed that way, so we need to be in prayer for them. So, Alex, would you mind leading us in this prayer today? Then we'll go to the phone lines, if that's okay. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we call on your name, and Lord, we worship you, and we thank you that you are the God who changes not from everlasting to everlasting. You are God, and you are righteous, and you are holy, and Lord, you do things according to truth and and righteousness and lord we rejoice in that and father god we stand on the promises of your word and the bible says that you do you overrule and you act in the affairs of this world so lord we do pray we pray for peace on earth lord we pray that you would subdue evil lord and and vladimir putin and his desire to to really declare war on europe and just seize the ukraine and kill and 
he reminds us of other despots that have risen up over time. Lord, we pray that you would uh, subdue him and put up obstacles against any type of uh, evil and uh, acts of aggression. We especially pray for the Ukrainian people that you would protect them. And Lord, uh, Lord, let the right prevail. We pray for the church. We know there are many Christians, many missionaries in harm's way. And Lord, even in Russia, citizens of, of all strata are saying they don't want this. They don't want war. And so, Lord, I pray for the Ukrainian people, the Russian people, the witness of the gospel. We pray for Europe. And, Lord, we pray for our nation. Father God, fortify our leaders. Lord, all, all political uh, wrangling aside, give our leaders, from the president to his cabinet to those in the uh, national defense and foreign policy, give wisdom. Lord, we pray for the Spirit of God to prevail in every heart and every life and in our lives as well. And Lord, to everybody listening, Lord, I just pray with Sunday coming that we would be in church yes. on Sunday. Lord, use this time that we would invite people to church. And whether it's to uh, our neighbor or uh, the lady at the grocery store or or anybody, Lord, help us witness to those around us because people are very fearful and rightly so. And so this is an opportunity. Holy Spirit of God, revive the church and every one of us listening right now. And Lord, let us invite somebody to come under the sound of the gospel. And Lord, make this an opportunity for the name of Jesus to be exalted and the purposes of God to be carried forth and the Great Commission to be uh, fulfilled. So Lord, to this chaotic world, uh, we, we commit this to you, Jesus, and we ask for your will to be done. And thank you that we may lean on you with complete confidence and assurance, Jesus. We, we lean on you at this time. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Alex. And we do want to go to the phone lines. And I, we do want to say, though, keep praying for, for especially all of Ukraine, but especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. Well, Alex, we have people lined up. Where are we going to first today on Fire Away Friday? We start our day in Ohio. And Sean in Ohio, thank you for holding. You're the first caller on today's edition of Exploring the Word. Good afternoon, fellas. Uh, Alex, that was a very beautiful prayer, brother. And I just I love how you're called uh, to just provide love, joy, support. Um, and praise all at the same time in your prayers. Oh, well, we serve a great God, and and Sean, Amen to uh, that. bless you for listening, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, uh, some highlights this week: uh, Romans twelve two came to mind, and also First uh, John four twenty. Uh, if you could recite them for us folks uh, in a little later, that'd be great. Um, but and also, you know, uh, we are all created. Uh, to live forever. Uh, that was another highlight that I listened to this week, and I, it just hit me hard. And um, we're to love one another as ourselves, and uh, God loves every single one of us. Now, we, we all fail at times, and we thank Jesus for that. Um, it's just amazing right now what's going on in the world, but we have to keep in mind that this is all written. This is already, and, and a lot. it's hard for some to get a grip on that. But it's amazing the peace I find knowing that uh, this is all supposed to happen. And it's, it's weird, but it, it is. And um, we uh, we have to find some sort of peace in that. But mm. um, I know right yeah. now we do pray for all, all the folks in Ukraine, and especially the folks in Russia right now. Uh, there was some folks yeah. protesting yesterday and got carried away, i seen. But uh, let's, Bert, let's pray what, what? for the folks in Russia, too. Thank yeah, you, Sean. Sean. Listen, we yes. are you, we're standing with you completely, and and just let me say this. I I want to say this. It reminds me what's happening here with Russia, Ukraine, China, the possibility of Taiwan, Iran, looking at Israel. I am telling you what I don't know when, but it, I'm with you. There is that great possibility. Is this all? The climactic, the beginning of the climactic, we don't know, but we can rely upon God, Alex. That's the whole thing. Our trust is in him. I want to go back to John 6 when Jesus said, 
uh, some things, and they walked away with it, w- from him and followed him no more. And Jesus said, are you going to go away? And Peter said, where would we go? You have the words of life. I'm glad God is there, Alex. Well, amen. That's right. And you know what? Like he mentioned um, Romans 12 to renewing your mind. In other words, train yourself to see life through the lens of Scripture. And that that's how, hey, the, the way that you don't get a stomach ulcer at this time, the way that you don't have to lay awake in fear, I, we stay mindful of what's going on. Very important to stay informed. But look, ultimately, we belong to the Lord. And, yeah. and John 10, 28 and 29, we're in the palm of his hand. And uh, he mentioned First John 4, 20, we love God. We're supposed to love our brother as well. So, Sean, good admonitions. We certainly appreciate your sentiments there. We're going to go to Mississippi. Steve in Mississippi, welcome to Exploring the Word. Yes, sir. Thank you. How are you today? Good. Good to have you. Yes, sir. I've been reading Acts, uh, I think it's 22 or 3, and it's about when Paul talks about uh, how he remembers when he was saved. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I've been saved, and I go to church, but I don't remember the exact time that I was saved. And I was wondering what you had to say about that. I, let me well, comment brother, first, Alex. Do you yes. remember when you were born, Alex? Uh, to be honest, I don't, I was there, but I don't remember it. But you know for sure you were born. I know, the, yes. The Scripture says His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we've been born again, even if we may not remember everything about it. It can And I know some people, they'll jump on us and say, oh, man, you got to remember Alex, uh, I've I've talked to several people. Steve, I've talked to several people that could not. Uh, there were some events in their lives, and they said, "I don't know exactly which one of those where I, I trusted Christ because I trusted Christ when I was three years old. I did it when I was six, and uh, but I know for certain now that I'm born again." Alex, comment. Yeah. Well, the great radio preacher, J. Vernon McGee, and many uh, might recall that wonderful tele- um, radio show, Through the Bible, with J. Vernon McGee, uh, he said he didn't know when he got saved, but he knew that he was. And, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis, one, C.S. Lewis was sharing his testimony, and he said, all I know is when I got on the train at Oxford, I didn't believe Jesus was the Son of God, but when I got off the train in London, I did. Uh, so here's the thing. It's it's wonderful if people remember, you know, Sunday night at 8.34 p.m. watching Billy Graham in the brown chair in my living room. I mean, there are people that remember it in the minutia, but Steve, you know that you're living for Jesus. You believe Christ is the Son of God. 1 John 5, 1 says that whoever believes Jesus is the Son of God is born of God. Well, uh, you know the Lord is in your life. You're bearing fruit. Um, I I, I hesitate to say this, folks. Make sure you're saved. But look, if you don't know the day, the moment, the hour, the place, don't let that worry you. Because the the point is, you do know the Lord is in your life, and you're a a born-again believer walking with him today that's what matters amen you could walk the aisle and remember that day remember when you're baptized but what you need to know is that you're saved now that it's real now we're going to be back with more of your questions right after this break this is pause to pray a chance each day to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders Today, we pray for Amy Coney Barrett, Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. She is a former circuit judge as well as a former law school professor. Psalm 106.3 reminds us of the importance of justice. Blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Right now, with this in mind, let's pray together. Almighty God, We ask for guidance for Amy Coney Barrett as she serves on the United States Supreme Court. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Pause to Pray is the service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. Get your 2022 prayer guide and make this the year of prayer. Available now 
at pausetopray.org. The Bible says we have access to the very throne of God, but how do we get there? Dr. Tony Evans says it starts with having the right credentials. He'll illustrate that idea today as we spend two minutes with Tony. A couple were on their way to another country and they had arrived at the airport. As the line was getting closer and closer to get the ticket, the husband looked at the wife and said, I forgot the piano. Why do we need the piano? We're going to another country. He said, because the passports are on the piano. (laughs) He didn't have what he needed to get to the place he was trying to go. We have a place that we're trying to go. We're trying to get heaven to meet us here on earth. But to get to that foreign location, you need a passport. But thank God that Hebrews 10, 19 says that we can now enter the holy place through the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ has given believers a passport to enter into a realm that is closed to the general public because they don't have a passport. Prayer is how you show your passport. The disciples never asked Jesus to teach them to preach, to teach them to do miracles, to teach them to heal the sick, to teach them to have the blind see, to teach them how to make the lame walk. But the one thing they did ask him is, will you teach us to pray? How do you make that contact with God that makes things happen on earth? Because they saw every time that Jesus prayed, something happened. Learn the important lessons on prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Check out Tony's CD series, The Lord's Prayer, available online at TonyEvans.org. Then join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. What a song. Amen. Nobody but Jesus. And I pray that is happening in your life, that Jesus Christ is glorified. Let me see, Alex, what's our purpose is to know God and to glorify him forever. Amen. Uh, That's it. I think that's that's a good purpose. Well, Alex, I just got to ask, I know you, you missed the last two days. You had a pretty busy two days, did you not? Well, thanks for asking. You know, my dear friend Del Tackett, and we used to work together at Focus on the Family, we were uh, out west at an event speaking together and uh, sharing the gospel, so I'm sorry I missed. And it was one of those things that I probably could have made it, but with the airlines, you know, cutting it close is is really kind of tricky. And so I went ahead and I called up Devin, I said, hey, you know, I, I better... Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I've got an airplane flight, and really I'm glad that I did beg off because both the flights were late, and I would have messed things up. So, uh, But I know you and Jim Stanley did well, and did I hear that on Wednesday we had a very, very special guest on Exploring the Word? We did, and we had some people call in and say, we, you know, she carried the show. You know, uh, I I needed help since she was not here. Yeah, so Jan Harper carried the show, and she did great. And Devin's comment was awesome. He said, you know, uh, she did a better job handling the, you know, the virtuous woman than you and Alex probably would have anyway. So, Alex, uh, you know, sometimes God's providence uh, even works in plane flights, you know. Uh, Well, uh, indeed, indeed. So please uh, convey our appreciation to Jan. I know she did a great job. And you guys do a wonderful ministry with the fishbowl and pastor's retreats. Bert, I just want to commend you and Jan for helping the husband and wife ministerial families stay strong and stay encouraged. Amen. Listen, we need it. We needed it when we were younger, and uh, we still want to do it. We appreciate that so much. Well, Alex, we better get to the phone line, see how many we can get before yeah. the end of the hour. Who we go to now? Down there in Texas, we're going to speak with Trenton. Trenton, thank you for holding. Welcome. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Good to have you. Yes, sir. I, I just wanted to say I, I love your guys' show, and uh, I listen to it on the way home every day. So I, I appreciate what y'all, what y'all do and y'all's obedience. Um, 
my, my question uh, is regarding predestination. Um, so the best way that I've been able to understand it is uh, if, if God knows uh, our life, you know, from beginning to end, um, then he already knows who, um, you know, will accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and, and, and be in heaven. Um, and so my question is, is it, is it that, you know, if God makes us, right, each and every one of us, and he makes us with, let's say, a heart that he knows will accept him, uh, can you help break that down to me as far as, you know, um, obviously he wants us all to go to heaven, but if he made us um, and he knew that our heart would not accept him at some point in our life, um, you know, would that go back to predestination? In other words, we, you know, God knew before the time, obviously, but how to, uh, how to put that in some layman terms? Trent, thank you. Alex, we get this quite a bit. It is, we try to set it up, and we try to do this every time. It's not an excuse. It's not a way out. It's just the truth that there are some godly people that love God, love his word, and they look at predestination from a point of view. And uh, I, I just want to say this. The sovereignty of God which God does, and Trent, you did a all right job talking about the sovereignty of God. God does know, just like this uh, issue of Russia coming into Ukraine, God didn't say, uh-oh, uh, I, I wasn't expecting that. God is ready for that. God never has said that, but at the same time, it does not do away with man's accountability. They work together. They are friends, and explaining it, how predestination completely works, Alex. Uh, I just, I, I, do, I do know it works, and I know God works it well, <clears throat> but I say this. It says we are without excuse. If mm -hmm. God chose someone to be saved and he chose another person to be lost, when that lost person stood before God, I don't mean to, be frivolous about this, but it's true. He would have an excuse. He'd say, God, you didn't choose me, therefore I'm exactly. not saved. Uh, and right. we stand before God without excuse, don't we? That, that's true. Uh, I want to throw a, a, an 85-cent word out here, and the word is antinomy, and that's A-N-T-I-N-O-M-E, antinomy. Now, what is an antinomy? Antinomy means two things that on the surface appear to be incompatible, but on closer examination, they can be reconciled. Now, when it comes to the fact that God is sovereign and God is in control, and yet man is responsible, uh, I don't completely understand how those two things harmonize, but they do. Uh, God is absolutely in control, and yet man has a free will, uh, and God... I often say it this way, God offers salvation, he doesn't force it. But here's a scripture, Romans 8, 29 and 30. Now listen carefully, and then I'm going to give what I think is going to be some clarity. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he, let me turn the page here, he also justified and glorified. Okay, now here's my point. Jesus died for our sins, and the message of the gospel goes to the whole wide world. Whosoever will may come. Now, when the term predestination is used, sometimes people ask a question, well, does that mean that God created a certain segment of the human race to be saved, and there's another non-elect segment of the human race created to be condemned with, with no recourse whatsoever. Bert, when the Bible says, whosoever will may come, I really believe it means whosoever will. Jesus did not die on the cross only for the elect. He died for the whole wide world, for the sins of the world. Now, the cross of Calvary is sufficient. It's possible for anybody to be saved. It becomes actual 
when they trust Jesus. But the Romans 8 passage, I, I would put it like this way, God predetermined that some individuals would be conformed to the image of Jesus and glorified. Now, who, who are those that are predetermined to be glorified? Whoever trusts Jesus. You know, it's almost like, um, let, let's say you're at the, the fair and there's a, a booth and it says, um, anyone who comes here gets a free glass of lemonade, you know, and hundreds of people walk straight past that booth. But anybody who walks up there could get the free gift. And Bert, that's how it is. Predestination. If you get saved, you are predestined to, to be preserved and ultimately glorified. Amen. Um, Amen, Alex. And that, that's how I understand the Romans 8 and other passages as well. What? Let me. We try to get Dr. Adrian Rogers' quote in every week, if not every day, if we're not careful. He said to believe that God would, would create one group to go to heaven and a, another group to go to hell. He said that's not biblical predestination, that's fatalism. And yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that is true. And the sovereignty of God in the free will of man, the word you use, antimony, antitomy, antinomy. Antinomy explains that, that it is unreconcilable in our minds, but I know it. I know it. But it's they, not, they it's not unreconcilable in the mind and the heart of God. They work together. Well, also in Texas, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Is it Lamerle? Lamerle? That's correct. Yes. Yes. Thank what a, you. What a lovely name. Thank you. And I just appreciate the knowledge of the Bible that you have. It has helped me so many times. And I have another question for you. It's been bothering me for a long time. And I think I know the answer, but there's a family that's very upset because their son has taken his life. The whole mm-hmm. family had talked to him about Jesus, and he was listening, and he had his Bible with him as he got on the plane, and he went to another country, and they don't know what he decided on or what happened. But after he got there, he took his life. And I just wonder, is there, is there any kind of hope that they could have? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Merle, thank you for calling. Thank you for being concerned about your friends and your neighbors. Uh, I, listen. There's hope. We don't know what a person does at the very end uh, unless they tell us right up to the very end and they're conscious of it. Uh, I Listen, I, I have had loved ones that have died and not knowing for certain that they were born again. I have had that. Uh, they gave some evidence, but the majority of their lives denied it. Uh, there's hope that he got right, but we don't know that. Alex, would you say something mm-hmm. to Lamerle? Yeah, you know, th- this is v- very sad. And uh, let me just say, anyone out there, um, don't don't take your own life. You know, if you're ever com- con- contemplating self-harm or suicide, there's a national suicide hotline, and it's uh, 800-273-8255 or or call 911. I just say that, Bert, because um, depression and despair uh, is, is a very serious thing. And uh, this very call is one of the reasons, let, let me just say, even if you feel like you're in a dark place and you're down, um, don't do that to the ones that love you that would be left behind to agonize. Bert, I've counseled with people, and when there's a a loved one that took their own life. Um, I, I don't know that the pain of that really ever does go away. Um, now, could this family have hope? Of course, because um, what determines heaven or hell is not suicide, as serious as it is. Uh, what determines eternity is, did you accept Christ? And of course, we, we don't know another person's heart. Uh, so, of course, there's hope. Um, we just don't know. We just don't know. And let me say this, folks, in no way am I minimizing the seriousness of suicide. Um, but if a person is born again, as grievous and terrible as it would be to take one's own life, that would not cause you to, quote, lose your salvation. Now, people say, 
and and I know we need to move on, but let me just say this. People say, yeah, but if you took your own life, that's a sin for which you did not have time to ask forgiveness. Well, the fact of your salvation is that positionally you were in Christ the moment you put your faith in Jesus. That's why, you know, First John says if we are born of, of God, we know we sin not, that we're purified in Christ. So, yes, there's hope, but we don't know, but... Again, to everybody listening, uh, don't ever, don't even go there. The thought of ending your life, self-harm, suicide, don't even, that's a lie from the devil. The Bible says that Satan is a, a liar and a murderer, John eight forty four, And so um, suicide is never, never, never the answer. Thank you, Lamerle, and uh, I hope you can minister to that family as well. Where do we go to next, Alex? We're going to go to Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer, thanks for holding. Welcome to Exploring the Word. Yes, hello. I was wondering, uh, my question is, if God tells you to do something, but you resist and do not do it, but the time has passed where you cannot go back and do it after you've realized, hey, I should have done it, then um, what should you do? Should you repent, or do you think... He's going to ask you to do something again. Okay. Go ahead, um, Alex. Go ahead. Well, uh, and I don't mean to pry too much, but um, if it's like if God's calling you to come to Christ and be born again, well, that, that call is still there, and uh, you can turn to Jesus. But I'm assuming this is something else the Lord was asking you to do. Um, was it a, a call to a, a certain type of service or ministry or or? You don't have to get too specific, but what was the nature of this, if you don't mind me asking? Yes, it was, um, it was my, I think God was telling me to quit my job and take care of my parents, um, but I, they were sick and I did not do that. And, and I had to put them in a nursing home, and then they passed mm. away this past year. Yeah. I just have a lot of guilt. Okay. Sure. Jennifer, bless guilt. You. God bless you. Guilt, you can have false guilt, and you can have real conviction from God. Uh, listen, I don't, I, I have not heard God uh, speak and, and do it right every time. I've, missed it once i've missed it before i've asked his forgiveness when that issue involves others when it involves others like your parents a husband a wife or children and then you feel like i didn't obey the lord it is compounded but it's still being able to receive forgiveness alex yes uh sister i i hear you um do you know some decisions are are just not easy to make because on the one hand I I understand uh, you know a whole lot of my adult life has been um, juggling commitment to parents so I I understand but then there's your job and and you've got to put food on the table um, God loves you God is not mad at you God is not done with you just say Lord. I was trying to make the best decision. If I did wrong, please forgive me. Move on. Jennifer, move forward in the confidence that God is with you, God is for you, and He understands you're doing the best you can. Stay tuned, folks. Explore the Word is back with more after this. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. This is Frank Gaffney, host of Secure Freedom Radio. It's your personal daily intelligence briefing about the challenges we face, how they're likely to affect you, and what we can do about them. You can find Secure Freedom Radio here every weeknight at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in to learn from our extraordinary experts what you need to know, and we'll want to share. 
Join us for Secure Freedom Radio tonight at 11 Eastern, right here on AFR. Then Saul clothed David with his armor. He put a helmet of bronze on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. Forty days of twice-daily taunting from Goliath sent Saul and the Israelite army reeling in fear. But David's passion for Yahweh, conviction, and full persuasion stirred King Saul. When people are on fire for God, it often provokes others to glob on to that fire. But we must be careful to resist the well-meaning overtures of the flameless bystanders. Saul meant well, but his armor couldn't help. It would only slow David down. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. This is Dr. Stephen Rummage with today's Moving Forward Minute. James chapter 4, verse 2 says, You don't have because you don't ask. One year, the kids' church softball team I played on won the championship. After the final game, my buddy Michael asked the coach if he could have the game ball, and the coach gave it to him. Now, my mom had taught me that it was impolite to ask people for things like that, but here's what I know. Every time I visited Michael's house, on the shelf in his room was that game ball. He had it because he asked for it. God cares about you. He isn't offended when you ask him for something you desire. He knows how to say no if that's best. So don't edit your own prayers. Let God do the editing. Tell God what you need. Then allow him to give you his best answer. For more resources, visit movingforwardradio.org. Join me every Sunday morning at 830 Central for Moving Forward right here on AFR. You know, a lot of people are concerned about what's going on in the Ukraine and uh, uh, Russia and Europe, and understandably so. But, you know, Corey Ten Boom, she was a survivor of the Holocaust, The Hiding Place. You might recall that movie. Corey Ten Boom said this, and this comes from one who survived the, the Holocaust. Quote, worry does not empty tomorrow of its problems, but it empties today of its strength. Isn't that something? It's powerful. So we you know, why, why worry when you can pray? This is Exploring the Word, Alex and Bert. Hey, by the way, we're going to go back to the calls and more questions. I do want to remind everybody the Cove is coming up. I was there earlier this week, but I'm going to be there July 8 through 10, teaching First Peter and apologetics, how to defend the Christian faith. I would love to see you there July 8 through 10 with people from all over North America at The Cove. And if you're interested, the, the website is The Cove, T-H-E-C-O-V-E, thecove.org, and just search for my name. Come on out July 8 through 10, and together we'll get into God's Word and equip ourselves to defend the Christian faith. Amen. Make that arrangements. Hear him and hear him well. Next, we want to go to Louisiana and talk to Ann. Ann, welcome. Hello. Yes, you're on. Go right ahead. Hey, uh, uh, thank you guys. Y'all are wonderful. Uh, I have two quick comments. Do you want me to do them back to back or give the first one in the second? Go, go back to back. Let's go. Okay. First, first is the young man that I heard. I didn't hear the very beginning of y'all her conversation, but the young man that got on the plane and then committed suicide and and they're wondering, you know, where he is and all of that. Mm -hmm. My theory and what I had in my spirit when they were talking is that that young man never denied that God was God and Jesus was Jesus. He's okay. His, it's just his self was messed up. He, he never said, I don't believe there's a God, and that's it, and walked off. So, Because when my brother died, I didn't know where he was. And so I was going to an uh, after-funeral thing for him, and I said, God, where's my brother? He was a staunch Catholic, and, of course, I left the Catholic Church. And when I got to the, the event for him, he sent me over to my brother's work truck, 
And on the dash was a big a Bible, and, 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 and I looked at it, and God said, did you change gods when you changed churches? So he was worshiping the right God, but, you know, maybe in the wrong church. I don't know. So, so it's, it's, it's a hard thing between you and God and, and, and me and God. It's a personal thing. And then that lady that uh, those people who she didn't want to, she didn't take care of her mother and father. Well, I have older brothers. And I'm, I just, I, I, I'm retired and everything, but my heart did not want to take care of them personally. And God gave me grace. I take care of them by taking them places and doing things with them. So it might have not been in her spirit that she could take care of them like that, but, yeah. but yet she cared for them after she put them in the nursing home. She didn't turn them away. Thank you, Ann. I, listen, I, I just want to tell you, God will do that which is right. And this relationship, what you want to do, those who are listening, and Alex said if there was the possibility of you thinking about suicide, get help. But let me just tell you, get right with God. Trust him. Uh, surrender your life to him. And if you need help in doing that, there's a number you can call, 888-NEED-HIM. They're our partners, and they want to help you. Uh, and they all, If you don't know for certain, call them, 888-NEED-HIM, and they will help. And the last thing, Alex, praise God for his forgiveness. We would be in a mess, not only for salvation, but we'd be in a mess for discipleship if it wasn't for his forgiveness, wouldn't we? I know. And, uh, ma'am, I just, I thank you for listening and your, your heart for the Lord really shines through. And, you know, we serve a very merciful savior. I, Bert, I am so glad of that. We serve a merciful savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Ann. Let's go to Kentucky and talk to Frank. Frank, welcome. Hello, uh, Bert. And, uh, um, I just wanted to say, uh, in the past, I remember uh, people calling in and Doubt their salvation. Uh, you know, you can, a person is truly born again, you can sit and think about Jesus Christ, and you, you, know, you don't have to say anything, and the Spirit of God will witness to you. You just think about your salvation. You can think about if you're born again. And this, I'm, I'm kind of confounded about when someone asks, about their salvation, are they born again? It's puzzling to me. He says, I will come in and live inside of you. And so I don't understand when he asked that question. Hey, Frank, thank you so much for calling. Alex, his witness bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. It's because of a relationship that begins with Christ Jesus. And that relationship is real. But... If you let it grow stagnant, you know, if, if, mm -hmm. if you're not walking, the Bible says walk in the spirit. If you're not doing that, then uh, this complacency uh, comes in and doubts can come in and observing. Uh, I, I just want to say the Holy Spirit comes in and yeah. Jesus said he will not leave us as orphans. Man, listen, that's awesome. You know, he's with us, isn't he? It, well, he is, and you, you know, I, I understand when, when somebody's truly born again and you've got the joy of Jesus in your life and the Holy Spirit, um, some might wonder, how could you ever doubt that? But hey, I'll give you a biblical figure. Uh, John the Baptist was crying out, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. <laughs> and then you read over there in Matthew eleven three, where he's in a, a jail cell, he's in a very low place. And he's en route to execution. And timidly, he sends a messenger to ask, uh, are, are, are you the one that would come, or do we look for another? Isn't that something? Uh, Psalm fifty-one, twelve. David said, Lord, please restore to me the joy of my salvation. Um, I, I do understand how a Christian, either through being backslidden or just kind of drifting or the circumstances of life, people, uh, they need a, a reassurance and a reminder. And the Bible says God remembers our frame. He knows that we are but dust. In other words, God is merciful. And so if anyone listening, and you just need to make sure, and you just want to come back and say, Lord, just I, I've got to be sure. 
Okay, 1 John 5.13 says, If you believe in the name of the Son of God, you may know, K-N-O-W, that you have eternal life. Um, Bert, um, if if it were a perfect world, we, we would all be, you know, uh, like the Apostle Paul on the mountaintop all the time. But even when we need to, to kind of limp back to Jesus, he's merciful and he receives us uh, lovingly. And he's not mad if we, if we doubt and have times that we need reassurance. God doesn't, uh, he doesn't crush a bruised reed, does he? Amen. Just talking about the Apostle Paul, he wasn't necessarily doubting his salvation, but he was doubting God's direction in his life. And Acts 23, and God sent him a word. And this is what I want to tell you. He said, be of good cheer, Paul. For as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, you must also bear witness at Rome. God can come and speak to your heart through his word, through circumstances, through other people giving a good word to you. Uh, if, if Just listen to God. Spend time in his word. He will speak and trust him completely. Uh, Alex, good word, brother. Let's go to Maria. Maria, welcome. Uh Hello. Um, I, I just heard a couple of people mentioning about suicide, and I didn't hear your answer except for the last phrase about, you know, to seek help. I wanted you to know that I have tried it at least five times or I should not have been here. And the last time was 24, 25 years ago, uh, and I have never done it since. But that last time, I was going to make sure I didn't, and I did something very, very bad. And, uh, but before I pulled the gun, I, the trigger, I asked, said to the Lord, Lord, you said you wouldn't put on us more than we could bear, but you have me. And so I'm sorry. And I think if I would have had another second or so, but the thing went off and it, it, I should be dead. I shouldn't be here. I was on life support. But I worried because someone from my church at 23 had taken her life, and she was on antidepressants. And I had been on them all my life, but I'm not on anything right now. I went cold turkey off everything. And I have no anxiety. I have no depression. I might be facing death right now, but I'm not going to take my life, even though I'm in severe, severe pain. But I asked my pastor, because this young girl who was on antidepressants at the time, the same ones that I was on, if I'd known someone had stolen her medication out of her purse, uh, I could have saved her life because I could have given her some of mine. Uh, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I also learned in nursing school that, you know, you can go beyond the law of man uh, by obeying the law of, of God. And if I had the ability to save that girl's life, because at that age, I was old enough to be her mother. And I knew that if you go cold turkey off of medicine, especially mm. antidepressants, yeah. you will try to kill yourself. But you know, know um, isn't it good to know, forgive me for interrupting, but, you know, isn't it good? The Bible says that in the Old Testament, uh, it asks the question, will not the judge of all the earth do right? And, of course, he will. And then Mark chapter 7, as they were watching Jesus, they said, he does all things well. And in God, indeed, God does do all things well. Uh, again, um, depression is very real. Suicide is very tragic. But, Bert, um, I believe, just like a loving parent, I mean, if your child is hurting, of course, you're going to do everything you can to intervene. God, he, he knows that we're frail. We're even, even when the situation we're in is of our own making, He's still merciful even then, isn't it? Isn't he is. It? He is. And I listen, where else are you going to go? He is the one. He is merciful. And I want to tell you, his mercy overrides so many things when we trust him. You got to trust him. Maria, I praise God that God spared your life so you could call in and testify of the goodness of God, that he is God good. He is a good God. He desires the best for you. And I praise the Lord that in these 23 years since then, 
God has sustained you and helped you. What a testimony, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. Let's let's go to Georgia and talk to Michael. Michael, welcome. Hey. Yes, go right ahead, brother. How you guys doing? I've called in a couple of times. This time I called in about first John chapter four and chapter first John chapter five. Okay. About the strong um I've been there two years in there. A strong um, conviction about saying the Son of God is coming to flesh to the cross. Mm-hmm. And a strong conviction on developing the love of God is keeping His commandments, and they're not grievous. And I, that there's a strong... Because uh, I was always wanting to have proper love or straight love, straight gate love. And but I didn't. I knew I didn't have it. Born in corruption, but then it said that I could obtain it by keeping the commandments of Jesus. It says that I could develop in it instead of living without it or showing up to his him face to face without it. A lot of suicides happen for different reasons, but a big one is when a person thinks they failed God to the point they can't get back, Mm. and another one is uh there if he if he can keep the commandments of Jesus or train in it, then the Bible's promising that that man is going to have a love offering when he gets home Michael listen brother i I want to tell you Jesus has saved us, he's changed us now the battle is always on Paul said it, he made it plain those things I want to do. I find myself not doing those things I don't want to do. I find myself doing. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? The battle will always be there. Now, what happens as you call upon him, drawing near to him, he draws near to you. Yes, it it becomes gracious and great. But the battle, there's always an issue. I heard this story, Alex, and then you'd take us out. There was an 80-year-old man, and he was praising the Lord. This younger man that hadn't been saved that long came to him, and he said, man, I'll be kind of glad when I get to be 80 years old, and I won't have to deal with sin and temptation. And the 80-year-old man said, well, you'll have to wait later than 80 then. And and yeah. we're it's there, Michael. It is a battle, but his commandments— not grievous, Alex, therefore are mm. good when we obey him. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, um, Bert, when I was young in the ministry and I just wanted to preach about, you know, the evidence for the Bible and apologetics, and uh, and I still do, and it's true. But you know what? The longer I've lived and um, talked to people all around the world and frankly, spent much, much more time in the Word of God. I wish, I wish I had a billboard on every street in America to proclaim God loves you to everybody listening. The love of God. You, you read First John four ten. Not that we love God, but that He first loved us. Folks, God loves you. Please believe that. Now, turn to Jesus. Let Jesus be the Lord of your life and follow the Lord as he says. But I want to tell you, whoever you are, whatever your situation, don't think God has stopped loving you. He hasn't. God loves you. God loves you. And we love you. Amen. We thank you for listening to Exploring the Word. Folks, do something. Go to church Sunday. Be in church on Sunday. Try to take somebody under the sound of the gospel. Tell somebody about Exploring the Word. Most of all, though, tell everybody about Jesus. And please keep praying for this world, for the Ukraine, for America. Let's keep praying because God loves us. 